You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about systemizing your online business, and I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Robert Plank. Let me tell you about him. He is an online business coach who would like to help you manage your time, get your life back, and simplify your daily activities. Sounds kind of like what I love doing, so this will be a super fun podcast. He uses systems, checklists, and templates so you can write a book within an hour, become a published author within 12 hours, set up a membership site on a single day, and even create a blog or podcast in five minutes or less. And so much more. We'll get into all of that. Welcome, Robert. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else would you like to add to that introduction? I mean, nothing. I, I'm, I'm cool with uh, jumping in and talking about whatever you and your listeners want to know about. Uh, I'm just here to have fun. And, I'm, and I guess, I mean, if, if you're looking for something to come to mind, I mean, as you sort of mentioned all that sort of stuff, like, you know, making a book in a day or making stuff quickly, I think that uh, when, I, when I was younger, I kind of had the, uh, the need almost to make things complicated. And like in the la- these last few years, I've sort of really dumbed things down, kept things simple. And that's allowed me to get a lot more done. And I think that that's just kind of what's been on my mind lately is like keeping things as simple as possible. That way you can get up there as fast as possible. Awesome. That is actually one of our core values at Gain Advantages, keep things simple. So tell us, what is your view of a, of a system and why do you like them so much? I mean, my, my view of a system is uh, like if I, if I do something, uh, you know, more than a few times, then I kind of think about, well, you know, how can I do that faster? Or how can I do that with sort of a more predictable results? And I'm not, I don't really have much of like a, a business background, like I'm not an MBA. Uh, I'm just sort of a, a computer geek, sort of similar to you, how you, you've done your computer programming kind of stuff and just... Uh, I mean, I look at, you know, these things like systems, like I don't kind of invent all these different things. I don't have my whole life mapped out, but I've just noticed that, you know, like uh, if you make, for example, a podcast like this one, there are a lot of moving parts, right? There's like the having to go out and get guests sort of stuff. There's the scheduling stuff. There's the uh, doing the interview and like the format and the length. And uh, it's kind of like one of those things where at first it's sort of awkward. And at first, like it's all this work to make like one single podcast episode and then, once you kind of do that a few times, you kind of get out of the growing page. You look back and you see some of those patterns and some of those things like the steps you did and ha- making sure things are in the right order and making sure that you get things in, in like a predictable result, doing it quickly, having fun doing it, all that fun stuff. And so um, de- I definitely don't have any sort of like, you know, official uh, like, you know, MBA or organizational sort of background, but I just noticed that from all this uh, sort of computer programming stuff, uh, there were some things that really made a lot of sense to me in like my programming brain. And then once I applied those things to uh, like b- the building of my online business, then it became a lot easier to, to get to where I needed to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, that is awesome. And I'm glad you teed up the podcast because I would love to hear, how do you, what is your system to go out to get guests? You have over 300 episodes. I got to be on one of the shows. How do you find people and how do you get them to say yes? 
Okay, well, uh, as far as that uh, getting podcast guests, the first thing that I did was I kind of modeled my business partner. So my business partner uh, and I have had podcasts out for about five years or so, and his name's Lance Tamashiro, and uh, I was kind of just putting out podcasts, you know, like every – uh, every like week or maybe once or twice a month when I had something to say, it would just be like a solo sort of one-person podcast. And then he kind of went out and he was playing around with uh, a service called Radio Guest List where you can just kind of post sort of like a classified ad. People come to you and you get some interesting guests. And, that was, and so he did that and I sort of modeled what he did. And then I said, well, I like, I like this whole idea of like, you know, you want to have a podcast, you choose a topic and a niche, you kind of post it, get all these guests, but it was sort of limited because after maybe 10 or 20 guests, then that would be kind of the end of that. And so uh, what I ended up doing was I looked at other, other popular podcasts and maybe not like the super popular ones, right? Not like the ones that are on maybe even like the top 100 of iTunes, but other podcasts similar to mine that were these kind of in- interview shows. And I, I kind of just uh, started making a list of some of the guests on these shows, right? And I kind of, and I just started making a list and saying, well, let's say there's all these people, and let's say like Nancy Gaines, and then I would uh, then look up the website and look up either like the contact form or their email address and sort of their topic, and then I would just kind of fire off uh, these emails to these different guests, and I would, uh, uh, I kind of sent off a handful at first, and then one Saturday afternoon, I sent off like 120 or so. Uh, and then I got all these uh, replies back, and I started noticing a couple of things. I started noticing, first of all, that um, I would kind of more or less like say uh, almost the same sort of message to them. So then I kind of saved that as what's called a, a can response, or that's kind of the, the template sort of thing in there that we mentioned. Uh, and then I would customize it a little bit uh, based on like what their topic was or if I had an idea for them. Uh, so that way I wasn't just spamming. And so I kind of had the best of both worlds there because I could have sort of the template I was going to use, and then I fired it off to people, and then I customized it a little bit. And then um, so, uh, and so I just kind of go on, for example, like, say like the, the Side Hustle uh, podcast or like the my, my, my Wife Quit My Job podcast. And I would just kind of look at like maybe the t- uh, 10 most recent or so guests and kind of scroll through. And if maybe, maybe four or five of those looked interesting to me, then I would uh, add their name, uh, email address, and topic to sort of a spreadsheet. And once I got uh, 10 or 20 rows, uh, then I would, once I sort of built up that spreadsheet and I had enough to work with, I would take those 20 rows in the spreadsheet, go over to my Gmail, and just kind of fire off all these canned responses. Uh, and then I would sort of ask them if they wanted to be on my show, and then if they replied back and the answer was yes, and I would send them over to uh, an online scheduler link. And I know that, that you have a, an online scheduler, and that's how we, uh, you know, I registered to be meeting with you here. And so uh, I use Calendly for that. And so that way I could kind of set my office hours, so to speak, and say, here are the, the times I have blocked out for my podcast, and then that would just sort of fill up, uh, and then that in itself ties into my Google Calendar. That way, in any given day, if it's sort of a podcast interview day, I know what appointments I have coming up, and then uh, when the appointment happens, then I open up Skype, and part of the scheduler is they put in their details, so I call them on Skype, uh, I record the interview, and then I get uh, you know five or ten of those uh, sort of recorded. And then once uh, I have enough of those, then I sort of batch that up as well, and then do all of the uh, you know adding in the the intros and uploading them and making the blog posts and getting things scheduled out uh, a couple of weeks ahead of time. That way, 
I just sort of set aside, you know, an hour here, two hours there, uh, and then everything's taken care of on a timer for weeks in advance. And that way it can kind of, you know, scale up and do all these sort of uh, fun things and, you know, get a bunch done up front, and then it sort of uh, pays off later. So that's sort of my, uh, my process with, with the podcast. And uh, so to get those guests, I look at top podcasts, sort of make that spreadsheet fire off the camera responses. And, and what was surprising about that was, I think my, uh, my percentage right now is something like 42%. So I know uh, that if I fire off 100 emails to people, I'll have 42 guests registered for my show. And at the moment, my podcast is a five-day-a-week show. So I know that on average, I need about 23 episodes to fill. And so the math kind of is easy to kind of keep in my head there, right? Because I can say, okay, if I need to fill, out the, fill up the next month, I need 23 people. That means they need to send, say, 50 or so uh, you know, emails, and that means I might need to look at the front page of, say, five or six of the most recent podcasts to find guests that I like, who I know appear on other shows, who have been on the show recently. That way I know they're still in business. So that's sort of uh, – I know I kind of threw a lot there, but it's a, a lot of uh, – it, it kind of gets back to the, the checklist where I kind of go through those steps at a template where it saves time to do some of those, uh, you know, firing off lots of things in rapid succession, and then the spreadsheet so I can sort of keep track of where I'm at, and so if there's all these moving parts, that makes it easy to kind of see uh, where I'm at and where I'm going. Those are amazing system steps. I, it's very similar to mine. You're, you go a little bit further with finding guests, and I'm actually going to look up that, what was it called, radio guest? Radio guest list. Radio guest list, because I'm in a podcast Facebook group, and a lot of people wonder how to get guests, so that's really good. I'm actually surprised only just over 40% say yes to you. I've had really, really good success of everybody saying yes. I would wonder why wouldn't everybody say yes. What's up with those other 60%? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're flakes or something. Uh, I, every now and then <laughs> I have someone who who I think is sort of either like nervous or can't separate the forest from the trees. Like, uh, like one thing that comes to mind is I, I reached out to someone once and it, I reached out to a man and his, his specialty is like uh, women marketers, which I, I thought that was kind of weird, like a man teaching women in business and whatever. And so I said, well, hey, like I, I want to hear about what, what you do. I always like this variety of people. And he said, oh, well, it looks like your audience is men. And I, I thought, well, how can you sort of guess that? Like, there are, there are men and women guests on the show. There's, there's for sure more men than women because that's just sort of, you know, in, internet marketing. But why do you think that? And he just kind of made these assumptions. So every now and then I'll get uh, sort of a, a weird stick in the mud. Uh, but uh, what I've done recently is so I have that, this whole spreadsheet, right, of uh, people that I, uh, that I proactively go out and contact. So one column it, uh, contains the date that I reached out to each person and then like, you know, the person's name, their email, and then their, uh, their, their topic. And then I have a column that basically says either have I uh, contacted this person? Did they say no? Uh, are they scheduled or have we interviewed them? Uh, and so there are very, very in that spreadsheet, there are very few people who said no. Like I want to say like maybe one or two percent. And a lot of uh, what the, I think, I guess the reason why that number is only 40 percent or so is because uh, a lot of people just don't reply. And what I've been doing lately is I've been going back to the top of that list, and I can see that at this point it's almost uh, maybe like seven or eight months ago since I started uh, doing this contacting all the guests for the show, and I've just been going from the top of the list and going down um, 
through those people that just didn't reply. And I, I, don't, I don't know what the, the sort of percentage of that subgroup is, but I've been, uh, and it, but it feels almost like 50% or so of, of those people. So I've been sort of, I have like 42% or so of people who I contact, I get on a show, and those people that either like didn't reply or said it's like not a good time, I've been sort of reaching out again months later, and it feels that at least half of that half uh, has said yes and has eventually appeared on the show. So uh, I think that there's, there's just a, a small percentage of people who just kind of are, are just kind of weird, but then that, uh, that sort of bigger group of people who kind of maybe flaked or too busy or too many emails or didn't see the email or whatever, the following up with them again has landed them uh, on the show. So I guess that ha- is sort of uh, slowly increasing that percentage for me. I am just shocked at that. So listeners, I would always recommend you say yes to be on a podcast for a couple reasons. One, you're going to be introduced to new people that don't already know you. So being on somebody else's show exposes you to a lot more people to get in your community, on your email list, as followers. Uh, so it's, it's silly, like Robert says, not to, not to say yes. So interesting. I love the system and all that tracking. Do you have a virtual assistant who helps you? No, I don't. I should, but I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I'm not a control freak, but I just feel like it's, I don't, I'm not sure if I like the system enough to hand it off to someone else yet. So it, it, I should do it. That's a thing uh, in the future. But for now, it's just me and I just kind of knock it all, all out really quickly. Well, that's good. Yeah, systems are, are great because you can give them to somebody else when they work and then it takes you out of the stuff to do something else. So let's switch the topic and talk a little bit about your company and how you help people. Okay, so uh, what what I do is we create uh, online training courses and WordPress plugins to kind of make all that technology stuff uh, super simple. So for example, we have a uh, course called Income Machine that teaches people how to sort of create their whole online funnel because a lot of people, they focus, I think, too much on like maybe the social media side of things and then they don't have a uh, course to sell or they focus on say like their blog uh, but then they don't have an email list. So a lot of people I think especially these days there's so much going on, there's so many shiny objects. I think a lot of people are kind of missing that that basic foundation and so uh, we have this course called Income Machine that basically shows people how to uh, choose a niche and based on that niche, uh, make a website. And the very first thing they should put on that website is what's called an opt-in page. So it's a web page with nothing else to do on it other than uh, enter a name and email address. And then uh, once they get that, then they should go ahead and create a product. And there are shortcuts to that, like they can buy resale rights. Uh, and, and for you know, 20 bucks or 50 bucks, they can get a whole product that's already been created on any niche they want. If it's guitar or stock trading or, or WordPress or whatever, they can buy videos, they can put it uh, behind a membership site. And then once they kind of have that sort of basic foundation in place where someone can go to their site, they can sign up, they can buy from them, then it comes time to do some of the goodies and do some of the fun stuff like uh, making a blog or focusing on traffic. Uh, and so, and then within that, we have all kinds of uh, different like plugins. So I have a, a plugin in there that allows people to make a membership site in WordPress. I have a plugin that allows people to uh, make landing pages in WordPress. And so just, I mean, in, in this day and age, things should be so point and click simple, right? We're not using 486s anymore. We're not uh, do it using dial-up internet. Uh, but then it's really easy to get sort of lost in the noise. 
do all the fun, like advanced stuff and skip the basic stuff that actually makes you money. And so I think that's sort of a good example of a lot of what we do is we kind of uh, have these online courses and then sort of plugins within them to make things simple and then just sort of say, you know, here's what we set up. And instead of you trying to do things in a, in a weird order or to kind of make 10% of each thing, get one thing knocked out, right? Get your, your niche and your domain name figured out. Cool, that's done that's done, get your membership site figured out, that's done, and just making it in the most simple way possible. Because I know that uh, you know, when, I, when I was younger, I would kind of let, I would just get too crazy, right? And I would like have all these huge big ideas, and I would get so, I would sort of play out those big ideas in my head and think like, oh, I'm going to have all these websites and all these fancy things, and then never even get a website finished. And so, so my thinking is, uh, keep it simple because you don't know if in a few days you're going to be bored or tired or want to do something else. So why not put those those basic pieces in place so that people can join your list, they can make you money, uh, and then we we provide tools to sort of make that process uh, faster and easier. Awesome. So what is the website that they can go learn more about that? That is IncomeMachine.com. Great name. I'm glad you got that domain. Yep. <laughs> Was that hard? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I just got it early. I think it was uh, we went through a lot of names, and I think we lucked out. Uh, my, my business partner actually, I think even as recent as maybe 2009, he was able to grab setupamembershipsite.com, and that was one of those where like he didn't have to buy it; it just happened to not be registered. And I mean, that's that's sort of like one of those those examples I think back to where like yeah, there's so many cool things out there that you know all you have to do is look. And sometimes even in this day and age there might be an unregistered domain name or something that no one else has done. So, uh, so yeah, Income Machine was one of those where I don't, I don't think I had to buy that one. I think we just lucked out and that happened to not be taken yet. Wow, good for you. So I have a standard question on my podcast that I ask every guest. So Robert, if you had one more hour of your day, because we're all about productivity on the show, how would you spend it? I would spend it... Uh, getting out more and being on more podcasts like this one and uh, and doing guest blog posting and and I think that uh you know it's really it's really easy and tempting to kind of to huddle down in that cave and sort of you know spell check our our books or kind of revise books or work on products or work on websites and uh and, and just and I'm sure you've noticed this as, as well like there's a certain point where you kind of like have to be like more than what you are and whether you're, you know, like a, an accountant or a lawyer or a computer programmer or productivity expert or whatever, there's a certain point when you have to get out there and you have to be like a, a really aggressive marketer uh, and, and, you know, be on all these different shows and have people know you. And I think that, uh, you know, my, like I, I kind of have, I kind of know my limitations for the day and I take like long breaks throughout the day and I know when uh, the burnout's coming and, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. And, uh, and I think that, you know, sometimes I'll be, you know, making a product or playing with ads or playing with email marketing, and there doesn't always seem to be time left over sometimes to go out there and, and sh- uh, appear on shows like this one. So if I had, you know, if, if the laws of the universe were changed and there were 25 hours in a day, then I would be send- spending that hour every day uh, appearing on these other shows and, uh, f- you know, finding those guest blog posts. That way I can get more attention and I can get... Uh, more traffic to my site because that seems to be the slowest going thing, right? Getting more people to notice you, getting more traffic to your site, all that stuff. So if I had one more hour in a day, I would be getting out more and appearing on other people's shows more. 
That is a great answer. And in fact, on every one of my systems, I didn't hear you mention this, but maybe you have the similar system. After my guest is on my show, I actually package up share link generator links for them. So all they need to do is click the link to post on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and LinkedIn as many times as they want after the show. So it's a great way for the guest to get more exposure. Do you do something like that as well? I do not. I, I do follow up with guests, and I say, uh, you know, he, our, our episode is live, and here's the link to it. And if you could, you know, share it and, and leave a rating, it'd be great. But I haven't given them uh, that that share link, and so and so uh, that's the sort of thing that I could add to my system. And so uh, and I kind of like the idea of sort of like you know doing things as simple and as sort of dumbed down as possible, uh, and then kind of as I get better and better and sort of do those repetitions and, you know, a podcast interview becomes easier and, you know, uploading it becomes easier and following up a bunch with those people becomes easier that I can sort of tack other things onto that system. So I really like the idea of giving them those, those shared links. And I, and I think I've seen what you're talking about where there's like the sort of like horizontal sort of bar, like different color icons that appear in the, in the email to like share to Facebook, share to Twitter. And so uh, that's a really good idea. I don't do that, but I can just add that into uh, my template, into my can response from now on. Absolutely. When I send this out to you next week when this goes live, you, uh, you have my full permission to use that system in your, in your business. I, Perfect. Yeah. I leveraged it from somebody else, so it seems to be working for everybody. Hey, this has been a really great show. Is there anything else you want to add that I didn't cover? I mean, the one thing that I kind of want to add to sort of uh, to wrap everything up with us is like right, right there you mentioned that you, know, uh, you saw this sort of share a link thing happening, and then you said, well, that's a good idea. I'm going to sort of absorb that into what I do. And then now that you've done it and you told me about this and I can see how that works, then I kind of absorb it into mine. And even like I mentioned, things like, you know, the whole reason why I got onto this uh, podcast interview model thing was because I saw someone else doing it. And so I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of either, they're either stuck in that they have to copy everyone or they have whatever that sort of ego problem where they think they have to reinvent the wheel. And I think that what's really helped me is to sort of, to sort of figure out that, that ethical area of like, well, I'm not copying, I'm just sort of mo- role modeling or I'm absorbing what someone else is doing. And so I think that a lot of people miss out on that just sort of really important kind of reminder. Like if you see someone out there who's doing a lot of Facebook Lives or a lot of tweeting or whatever it is that you see them doing, well, don't copy them, but look at what they're doing and look at why they're doing what they're doing and see about sort of modeling what they do and or absorbing what they do into, into what you do. So that way it's, it's like you're not copying them. You're just taking that one good idea and then adding it into your business and becoming more of, of yourself, if that makes sense. Absolutely, and I totally support that as well. I've got a mentor who always says, here's the number one secret to losing weight. Eat less, move more. So it's not like anybody's coming out with something radically different than that. They're just coming up with different ways to eat less and move more. So same thing in business, kind of replicate and duplicate where you can and put your twist on it. Listeners, my new report on the top five systems that create massive productivity in your business is available on my website. I want to thank Robert for spending part of his day with me. If you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And until next time, Go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. 
That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.